Friends in Christ, one of the most beloved Canadian saints of this past century is a man named St. André Bessette. André Bessette grew up in Quebec, not far from Montreal in Canada. And at a young age, by 12 years old, he was an orphan. Both his mother and then his father tragically died, leaving him to be raised by family members. And he wasn't given a proper education. He didn't learn well in school. He went on to be a laborer. He worked in mills and factories across Canada and the United States. But it was as a young man, he felt God calling him to enter religious life. And so it was that his pastor sent him to the congregation of the Holy Cross. He said, I'm sending to you a saint. And they received him into that congregation, but recognizing that he didn't have much of an education. He wasn't advanced in his academic studies. They weren't sure what to do with him. And so they made the decision to assign him to the role and the ministry of Porter. And so he basically opened the door and, and welcomed people into the congregation that were visiting for mass or for various occasions. In his own words, he says, when I entered the congregation for the Holy Cross, my superiors immediately showed me the door and I stayed there for 40 years. So he had a great sense of humor, a very great humility in accepting that role that was given to him. And yet as Porter, he would welcome thousands and thousands of people in that 40 years that he gained a reputation for such holiness, such sanctity, that people loved to come and visit him at the congregation. And he was renowned for his gifts of healing, that hundreds of people would come to him asking for healing. He would pray over them and ask for the intercession of St. Joseph. And many, many people were cured and healed through his ministry. He was a person who helped people to encounter the healing power and mercy of Jesus Christ. At the very same time that St. André Bessette was opening and closing doors in the congregation of the Holy Cross, a young priest named Solanus Casey was ordained for the priesthood in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in the United States, for the Order of Friars Capuchin. He was a Franciscan friar. But like St. André Bessette, he didn't do well in his academic studies. He didn't know Latin that well, which was essential at the time. So when he was ordained, they ordained him a simplex priest, which was a term that was used for a priest who wasn't given faculties to hear confessions. He wasn't entrusted with that responsibility. He didn't have the faculties for preaching. He could celebrate the Mass, but he wasn't allowed to preach. And so he struggled, of course, to not be able to embrace the fullness of a life of priestly ministry. Yet with great humility, he also received the ministry that was entrusted to him. The same as André Bessette, he was a porter. He opened the door and welcomed the visitors to the friaries in New York City and eventually Detroit, Michigan, where he ended his life. But he was also renowned for his holiness, 
that like Andre Bissette, thousands and thousands of people came to encounter God through him. He was known for his healing ministry and the healing masses he would celebrate for the sick and the suffering. And I mentioned these two men this morning because they weren't just porters who opened the door. They obviously did that. But more than that, they were doorways through which people encountered the living God, that the mercy and love of God came through them. People encountered God through them. They were doorways to divine mercy. If we look at the gospel this morning, in the beginning of the gospel, the exact opposite is what is taking place. We hear on the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. The doors were locked. They were shut off from the outside world. They weren't encountering anyone in that place because they were living in fear. And yet Christ comes right into the place where they are through the locked doors and says, peace be with you. Then he shows them his hands and his side. He shows them the wounds through which the mercy of God is poured out upon the world. The love of God, what God was willing to endure to bring healing and reconciliation. Peace be with you, he says to them again. And then he says, as the Father sent me into the world, so I'm sending you. And he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. In other words, unlock the doors and get out into the world. Encounter people, become doorways and missionaries of mercy. But I want you to bring this same message of salvation, this same grace, these same gifts, this same healing to those who desperately long for it. And there's an essential lesson we learn in the gospel this weekend. It's that when God wants to send his mercy into the world, he uses members of the church to do it. As the Father sent me, I'm sending you. God makes us instruments of his mercy to bring his message of salvation to a world that desperately needs to hear it. Which brings me to my final story of a porter. Her name was Sister Faustina Kowalska. And at the age of 20, in Warsaw, Poland, she entered the congregation for the Sisters of Our Lady of Mercy. She was 20 years old and just began her religious life, and they assigned her the role of porter, And so she also opened the door, welcomed people that were coming to the congregation. She also interceded for them when they asked for her prayers. But within five years of religious life, she had a vision of Jesus Christ who appeared to her wearing white garments. And coming from his heart were rays of light, red light and pale light, symbolizing the blood and the water that flowed from his side on Calvary when he was pierced by a soldier's lance on Good Friday. That water and that blood symbolized the water of baptism and the blood of the Eucharist, the sacraments that cleanse us of sin and renew the church in every age. And Jesus said to St. Faustina, I want you to make a painting of this vision that you're seeing. And I want that painting to be venerated 
in all the churches throughout the world on the second Sunday of Easter. And I want a feast day of divine mercy, to venerate my mercy, to honor my mercy, everywhere in the church on the second Sunday of Easter throughout the world. And I want you to do it. So, an overwhelming responsibility. Yet because she was faithful, because she persevered, we celebrate the divine mercy today. She was an instrument, a doorway of the mercy of God who brought the message of love and forgiveness into the world that we live in. How are we all called to do that? Because the divine mercy comes to us this weekend. How are we to respond to the divine mercy that God wishes us to receive? I would suggest we do so in two ways. First and foremost, open the door. (laughs) Open the door and welcome the mercy of God. Welcome the forgiveness of God that comes to us in his reconciliation. Renew your baptismal promises of holiness. Renew your love for Christ in the blessed sacrament of the Eucharist. Welcome the mercy of God and let it wash through you, cleanse you, purify you. And secondly, after receiving the mercy of God, we become instruments of God's mercy. We become like St. Andre Bisset like Blessed Solanus Casey, like St. Faustina Kowalska, we become instruments of God's mercy. We become doorways through which people can encounter the mercy and the love and the forgiveness of God. May we be open to the way God is calling us to be instruments of his mercy today. Because the world that we live in desperately longs for the love and the mercy of Jesus Christ.